Might wanna burn one of this. Slide drop. What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off the Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I have some gentlemen of extraordinary league guys. Let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, please. KR Jones is in the building. Good number morning. One. Number one is in the building. Okay, okay. Still KR and number one, we cutting each I'm other still, off. Yo. I'm still out here. <laughs> the Man, energy. My bad. No, nah, I'm hugging my brother right we now. Came I in just a, came we in. came in aggressive I this morning. Hot. Yo, this was a hot. this was an aggressive morning. Yo, Kyle was gonna fight me. It was that sprinkled donut. Troy's <laughs> mad at the fashion comments. We can't have a house divided, guys. We're trying to get in on this right tip. You Stay know? away from sugar in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if something something was in that damn donut. That's I don't wild. know what it was, but I'm trying to figure out how we could come in on this Wiz Khalifa Visions kind of situation, right? Because I'm trying to get the 2020 on in this the whole... Yeah, exactly. Kyle wanted to come in on a different Bob. Uh, you know, he wanted to fight me, but as soon as our special <laughs> guest started nodding his head when it came on, you know, we had to change it up. But, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all type, from near and far, you are in store for a treat today. Now, this is going to be a K.R. Jones production, so you are going to hear from my brother pick this back up. I'm sorry about the song choice, but you know you know who's right on that side. Um, Mr. Jones. What's happening? Can you take over this intro, please, my man? You know I'm going to take over this intro. Now, <laughs> as far as no. the song selection, I wasn't mad at either choice for the record, people, ladies and gentlemen. He Don't you mad. worry. Nobody was mad. But I brought in a good brother today, a friend of mine, I would like to say. Met this man at, at an art show what, uh-huh. a couple years back. Two years, yeah. Two, two, two years ago. back or so. Went into the art show, immediately found my way to his art and nothing else in there. I was like, nah, I got a link with this dude. And at first, I noticed the kicks. I was like, all right, he, he got some fly kicks. You know what I'm saying? Right. Appreciate it. Then yeah. I seen the art. I was like, all right, we can, I can build with this brother for a little bit. So we connected. And from that on, that point on, I was like, I'm going to keep in contact. I went back the following year, same mm-hmm. show. Saw the growth. And I was like, all right, I really got built with this brother because I see what he's doing and I'm inspired by it. So, with no further ado, we have Brother Cloudy Visions in here today. Hey. Let's make some noise for Brother Cloudy Visions hey, one hey. time. Peace, we got peace, the peace, vision. Peace, peace. Vision, What's baby. What's going on, homie? Life is good, man. Can't complain, man. And if you do, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotta keep it tracking. Super so. facts on that one. Yeah, man. How are you guys doing? Life is good? Can't complain because, yeah. again... Nobody's gonna listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Come, come to me with a solution, not a problem. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. man. Yo, those are rare days. Yeah, yeah. I love every single one of those days, man. CTC as well. Exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, and by oh, the way, man. let me give you your flowers now. The show is dope. So I'm really, really happy to be here with these guys, man. And yeah, yeah, it's a blessing, man. Oh man. Yeah, of course. For sure. Listen, I'm happy to have this positive vibe after we started off on a choppy start. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I didn't have a donut. Yeah. And you I actually like the song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that song is tight. Uh, Wiz, Wiz is uh, that Wiz? Cushion oh, orange juice. Cushion orange juice was yeah, man. Never that, been Wiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a turn in life for me. Like that whole era, like mixtape era. See, now we about to get into that. Yeah, now, yeah. now we like to start uh, this show off a certain kind of way. You like, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Sure. Get we like to give our listeners, uh-huh. if you will, the, the proper setup. Okay, you know it's all in the setup. So my question to you, brother, is where were you when you fell in love? With art being wellness. 
Uh, good. I was kind of prepared for the other one, but cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, part of it, man. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it, it all kind of falls into the same place, though, right? Um, so uh, I fell in love with art and wellness about 2013. I've worked every job you can possibly think of, and I've finally gotten into the field that I work in now, which is IT. I really, really worked hard, and they gave me a promotion and moved me to Denver. I had never been to Denver before. And right before that, I had gone through, like, some crazy times where I think I put on, like, I got up to, like, 268. Mm. I was bugging. Like, you know what I mean? And then I got to Denver. I didn't know anybody. And there was an art store down the street from me. And I had drawn all my life or whatever, kind of sort of, but nothing crazy. And then I went to the art store and bought some a canvas and a couple paints and went home. That was it. So it And then out. same thing as working out. When I got down there, I was so, like, depressed. I didn't know anybody. There was a gym in my building downstairs, and I was like, I'm not going to waste the time. Like, let me just go down there. Yeah. Got that, bought a pull-up bar. You know, like the one you hang up on your, your wall or oh, whatever. We, we very for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Funny. I bought one of those, and my cousin had come to stay with me, and he's, he's super fit. Yeah. And he would just do push-ups all day. And I was like, man, come on, man. Let me get my fat ass down. <laughs> and just <laughs> hit these push-ups up real quick. And then from there, I lost... 60 pounds and um awesome. with artwork it just kind of f- formed into it and then with the mental like being creative kale will tell you and you got if you guys see my stuff i really want to paint a picture in your head and make you think about something i don't want it to be like a bathroom painting where it's just on your wall and you walk past it every day like i need you to talk so for mind body and soul to all be in a good space it all happened in 2013 and it kind of just grew grew from there to where i'm at kind of today that's dope, man. So yeah. what I hear is the the marriage of art and wellness coming together, right? Yeah. Like that uh-huh. being 2013. I want you to unpack a little bit before 2013. Like sure. tell me what got you to Denver. Like you mentioned working in all these other jobs. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that added to the inspiration for behind sure. the meaning of the art. Yeah. So unpack that for me a little bit. It's like going through different walks of life, right? Like I've been a janitor. I've worked in a blood bank handling blood i don't know anything about that but you know what i mean like i've always been hungry i've always wanted to work i've always been a hard worker and i always knew that you know in order for me to get to the place where i feel i need to be i have to put in this work it's just like working out you know what i mean like we all want to look like we play in the nfl but if we don't get out there and do something about it then it's like what's the point we're just talking so before that i mean i grew up in london I moved here when I was 12, and my painting started, or my drawing started off as, like, the three lines, or the six lines. I'm sorry, make the S. Yeah. And you oh, do, I'm like, Daffy Duck and stuff like that. Ruin many a desk. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And it just kind of grew from there. Just watching cartoons and music, for sure. Especially growing up, like, in another country, I would have to wait months to get a Source magazine. I still remember my first Source magazine, mm-hmm. the cover. You feel me? Like, so it's like, it was the one with the locks on the front. And um, just hearing music and then coming here and living here just created like a whole new thing. Then finding New York and just walking around this beautiful, ugly city and just, you know what I mean? Like, you know, um, it just kind of spawned it, man. So music, everything, it's just kind of life. Going through all these trials and tribulations, you get to kind of see how different people think. You know what I mean? Like, and, and different people's perspectives. And then when I paint, it's like, how do I make you who came from here and you came from there and this person who came from, like, I don't know, Sweden, all think about the same kind of thing without really having to interact with each other. 
you know? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I see there's a provocateur spirit inside there, mm. meaning that you are, your art is a challenge yeah. to people. Yeah. Why is that important? Right, and let's go into that a little bit. It's because, like, my whole new series right now, I'm, I'm doing a show next month, and it's called The Beautiful Ugly. Yeah, that's in the Netherlands? Is yeah, that? in Norway. Norway, sorry. Yeah, so I'm doing go. a solo show in Norway and then one in London, like, two days later. And right on. The Beautiful Ugly is 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 just that, right? It's provocative. It's like, it's balance good with bad the yin to the yang the yin to the yang man we can't we can't all be good and we all we can't all be bad there's a balance between the two so it's like for me to make you think about that you know because a lot of art is super happy mm-hmm. it's always flowers and butterflies and stuff that's not life i've yeah. never been somewhere there's only flowers and butterflies like you know we're gonna have a balance here like let, let's do that let's really make you think about the opposites of what you feel and then make you think, why do I feel that way? And then walk away from that painting and say, wow, that that was really deep, you know? From the big things in the paintings to the really, really small little things that I try to put in there. Yeah, there's a lot of detailing that comes across inside there. And mm-hmm. it, it's subtleties and the, the fillings kind of give the direction and kind of point out where you want the attention to be highlighted. So yeah, to speak. for sure. I see different deconstruction of the human form. Mm-hmm. I see some abstract work. I see a, a few different places that you're pulling in, even some pop art in the most recent uh, yeah. aspects. Like, where would you... Is there a period in time that you say that you pull from that kind of gets your inspiration? Talk yeah, me a little bit about that. for sure. I went back and watched a whole bunch of documentaries of, like, Soho, LES area in the 80s. Yeah. You know, 70s, 80s. How, like, grit it was. Like, how... Like, if you ever watch... Uh, what is the Basquiat movie? Uh, downtown, downtown, eighty-one, yeah. eighty-one. I feel like it's eighty-one. Anyway, so whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll Google. It's yeah, dope, dope. yeah. So, uh, when you see that and you just see him walking past like these places and it looks like like Iraq, like it's wild. There's no buildings there. There's yeah. no nothing. And then you go back and look at it now and just look, wow, like look how much change has happened over these years. That and then you know, like I said, being I'm I'm 33, so like I grew up listening to Jay. I grew up listening to Nas. I grew up listening to Nori and like. All these things that kind of painted this like grit feeling of yeah. like New York, you know what I'm saying? And then to be here is just like it's dope, man. Because then I get to actually really experience different ways. Like Brooklyn's not the same Brooklyn, but like hell no. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, this there's, there's still some Brooklyn there, you know. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you got to go a bit off the beaten path to find it in most of the boroughs, I'd say. Yeah, for but sure. But those those vestiges of old New York come across in that Mm -hmm. artwork and that's kind of the thing that i think is it's a time capsule in some way shape or form because long after the cool bombed out looking buildings that you know you used to see the old samo new samo kind of graffiti on Uh you'll see a new hot pop-up shop that's going to turn right around and bunch of people living over it that don't have no kind of connection to what's actually happening yeah why you wanted to live there yeah is a tragic story yeah for sure so that art gives you a chance to kind of Find the beauty in the hideous, exactly. but then also still tell, we are still relevant. This is still real. This yeah. is something that matters. Absolutely, for sure. And then also, like, I want you to feel culture. Like, yeah. you know, I sell, I'm grateful enough to sell paintings to people from all walks of life. But I want you to know that's a black person in that painting. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you need to feel the emotion in that man's eyes or that woman's eyes that I painted and know that they are a person who comes from a background of, like, us why is that important yeah it's super important to me because it's like the art world doesn't really have that you know what i mean like you have you can have like a lot of especially social media now like 
some of the people that I'm envious of sometimes, which I can admit, you know what I mean? Like, because they have more followings than me or something. Like, they don't really have messages. And I'm just like, how does, how does, how? So how can I do something different? And then with the art world, when you go to, like, a lot of these galleries, there's not many black people in those galleries. And if they are, it's not. It is, but it's, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not really there. If yeah. I'm just being honest. I connect with you for a reason. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. And then the people who get it, get it, and they rock with me. And I'm forever grateful for that because it's just something that I do that I think is crazy. And people understand it. And it's like, oh, okay. We're moving in the right direction here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but you have to go back to I am a black man. I need you to know that this art came from a black person. So then that way when it goes to whoever's house it goes to from here going on in the future, mm-hmm. they'll see that too and they'll be like, okay, cool. Plus it's tight to have that in like graffiti stuff in, in people's houses where you don't assume that would ever have it. Like, you know Hell what I mean? yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Somebody on Wall Street right now with a piece on the wall. It was like, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. keeping yeah. it real. Yeah. Like, All super, the way real. <laughs> super facts. The first show that Kay came to, I wasn't even there yet. And this woman called me because she got my number from a booth next yeah. door. And she was like, I'm buying two of your paintings. And I was like, oh, I'm not there yet. Can you wait? She's like, no, I'm, I'm taking them home now. I get to call her and everything like that after we connect. Yeah. And she owns like a law firm, lives literally off of Central Park, multi, multi, multi millionaire. And she has some of the blackest paintings I've ever done. It's great. And yeah. it's like, that's tight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then she, she'll email me and she'll be like, whoever comes to my house, like, they literally stop and they look at your stuff mm-hmm. and they stand there for like a good 10 minutes and talk. And I was like, that's, that's what I want, you know? That's uh, dope. Yeah, man. yeah. It's good that you can invoke that level of conversation. So mm. like one thing you said before was that you can create these pieces where people can have common thoughts but not really even have to socialize or interact with each other. Yeah. I I challenge you to say the dope thing is that these people could actually have that common idea and vision and then have that social interaction mm-hmm. around your paintings mm-hmm. because we live in this world where everyone's on their phone and they're connected but disconnected. Yeah. So it's great to see that your art could actually bring people from different worlds in together to integrate and get that common goal or common feeling out of that. Yeah. I was going to ask you, he had told me you were a father. Yeah. So as a father, how important has the work that you're doing maybe shaped the, uh, the legacy of what you want to leave behind for your children? Yeah. Uh, how important is it to you to have that representation and for people to see the importance of the, the diversity that you bring to the art world? Uh, super important. So I have a, I have a son and I have a daughter and, uh, uh, having a son changed a lot of that because like for me, it was touching subjects that we, we as men sometimes don't touch because we, you know, we're not supposed to, or like, you know, we're not really supposed to show emotions or, or real feelings at times, right? We're supposed to be hard with, you know, but that's not true. You know what I mean? Nobody who to me has really made it, made it like that, did it by themselves, even though we're told his kids we need to do it by ourselves so i put that in my artwork i'm like okay i'm gonna show a guy crying i'm gonna write something here like um i don't know i just painted a painting for my show and it's a guy in in a goon mask like a ski mask Mm. and his hoodie says it's okay for black men to show their feelings Mm. and it's like you know what i mean like with with how we're brought up with not doing that now I want for my kids and people after me to see my work and be like, it's okay to show that as a, as a guy. Like, you know, I'm allowed to say, hey, I don't really feel too good today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, hey, you know what? I'm emotional a bit today. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm going to be okay because I'm strong and stuff. But yeah. 
I can admit that. I can I can make that a, a piece. That's a dope piece. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. We yeah. hide behind masks, right? Regardless. All the time. All yeah. the time. And yeah. to the A to the S to the K. Mm-hmm. Throw that mask on your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Now, I know that you are a, a music connoisseur for mm-hmm. sure. We've mm-hmm. talked about music back and forth. Mm-hmm. And one of your initial pieces is what really drew me in. And it was the piece where... There was nothing but albums in yeah. the background, and there was a guy with a hoodie on, and, and it was just, I was vicariously living through you already, just like, oh, damn, I know that album, I know that album, I know that album, uh-huh. like, that one was fire. Yeah. And I see that adding messages in your art is something that is necessary for mm-hmm. you. So can you just speak a little to how music helped unpack that and how storytelling became a huge part of what you do today? Yeah, music is everything to me, man. I can't paint without it. I can't work without it. I work corporate, and they know me that I have my headphones in. It's just how I am. You know what I mean? Music speaks to me, so I look at paintings and and collections as albums. So right now, like, The Beautiful Ugly is an album to me. I have 16 paintings that are going to Norway, and they all touch on a different subject, but they the thread is still there. With that painting that you, you, you're talking about, it was all these album covers. So I had, like, some of my favorites. D'Angelo Voodoo, my favorite album of, like, all time. Classic. Uh, super classic. Um, I had Reasonable Doubt. I had The Internet, Purple Naked Ladies. I had The Game, and, like, documentary, because when I was in high school. And every album cover, the person had a mask on. Because yeah. you were just talking about mask. And it's saying, like, with these albums, the artist unveiled something to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or unveiled a part of me. You know what I mean? So it's like the mask, you either wear a mask to fit in with everybody if they're all wearing a mask or you wear a mask to stand out. So all of those albums really stood out to me in a time where like, you know, like I remember Diplomatic Immunity when that oh, first that was, came that out. Like crazy. I'm seeing it right here. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I it's remember the only like, photo I have of that. So I yeah, keep yeah, this. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, man, we'll link up. I'll get you guys prints. I got oh, prints and stuff like that for you. Yeah, so man. Listen, yeah, say less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel a lot less upset about Kyle. Uh, <laughs> this whole situation. <laughs> yeah. makes whole so that's music for out. me, man. Um, now you know it's really, really deep. I'm a deep SoundCloud lover. You yeah. know what I mean? Like going on binges and just finding new artists, and then whenever people figure them out, I'm like, oh, it's tight. Like you know, it's cool. I like mm-hmm. that. So yeah, it helps me. And it, and then you know, you can see it to me in my art. You can see it by the colors that I use and like. You know, probably what I'm listening to around that time. Yeah, that was my next question. You paint in in very vivid colors. Mm-hmm. Like it's very rare that I, that I see a, a a simple black and white photo from you. Everything yeah. it, it pops. It, it immediately attacks the eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I can guess. Can you just speak to what that does for you as a release? Like, yeah, for sure. That's like my name, right? So, cloudy vision. The vision part of that is is that like I want you to be in a gallery or be in a in a space where art is. And walk past mine and be like, what, what is that? How? Like, and then come over and look. Literally my thing. Like, I, I love that. Like, when I do, I did the show that Kay came to, it was like an art fair. There's like 120 other artists there. And people will literally be like, no, like that? I've never seen this before. Or like something that pops like that. And the colors are just energy. You know, I really go in like I don't use base colors. Like I literally sit there and formulate my yellows. Like you know what I mean, formulate my blues, because you know the music kind of runs into that. And then how would that pop on canvas to make you come from the other side of the room? 
and then make you think about it. Yeah, man. If yeah. you're listening to Dipset while you're painting and you know your stuff is going up, you're going to have a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something well, popping yeah, out. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. going to have a little bit more yeah. battery in the uh-huh. back for this thing. For sure, yeah. And I respect that, right? Because that's, that's hip-hop culture at its essence, right? Mm-hmm. So we all in the same room. We like the same stuff, but you got to stand out. Yeah. I got to show you, yo, listen, this is my set. This is where I'm from. This is my block. You exactly. know, yeah. everything right here, but it's yeah. all in the paint and it's distilled. Yeah. And I think the beauty inside of that art, and I forget where this quote comes from exactly, but good art sets traps for your attention and you're putting that inside that context where it's like no i want you to have to break your cycle of normal thinking yeah to pay attention to where this is going absolutely now that is a genius tool to give people messages that they would otherwise not be able to access Mm. and that is also that thing that finds that thread of humanity between the person who is from that yeah. and the person who is quite removed from exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. Oh, this is what they're going through. Yeah. Now I have an affinity for it yeah. because I can understand that. Yeah. Because we all feel, right? Yeah. Absolutely. We all feel something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and no matter if you speak English or not, like, you have feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, if I can do that, then that's what I want. And then I don't want really people, I'm not saying I don't want, but like, I really want you to pay attention. So sometimes I'll put on my paintings like a, uh, a U.S. mail sticker, like mm-hmm. I'm painting on there, and then I was like, you know, when looking at art, use your eyes first and then use your phone. Yeah. Mm. Really pay attention to, like, what's happening here because I only have a few minutes to kind of touch hair, mm-hmm. touch yeah. hair, your yeah. brain. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, that. that's important. Yeah. I have a great appreciation for that because, again, this is a lot of what you're saying is a lot of why this sounds the way it does sound and why we come onto the same yeah. platforms and try to elevate the voices of people who are doing that same thing similarly. So definitely thankful for that. But I want to go into when you knew that this was something that you can commodify and when you knew that this was something that you could say, you know what, this is not just me doing those sketches in the book. Like mm-hmm. I'm going over to Norway. I got to like, you know, I got a nice yeah. little situation over here. I'm going to stop from there, go back home real yeah, quick, yeah, touch yeah. the soil, see how it feels. Yeah. Check the energy. What's up? Absolutely. <laughs> What's up, London? How you feeling out here? I'm here. I've arrived. <laughs> you know, fix up, look sharp, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I hear where you at. Like, when did it become clear that, okay, this is a thing that I could also do? I got this bag too that I can go out and, not just stimulate your mind, but I can stimulate this bank account real quick mm-hmm. as I'm doing it. Um, I'm still figuring that out. Yeah. Yeah. Talk like, through that, though, because good. there's it's a lot like, of yeah, artists that great. don't understand yeah. how to make that transition. So it's it's really hard, right? So I'm at a stage now where, like, I work, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and stuff like that. But, like, I would love to be able to do this full time if I could, but I understand the balance of life. So I need benefits for the kids. For sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like... um. Every show that I do, I kind of see it more. And I'm paying attention to the things that most people aren't paying attention to. Not necessarily the buyers. The buyers are great. Yep. It's the other people that I'm trying to really like. Well, they put the buyers on. For sure. The buyers are reacting. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, uh, there was one point where I wasn't putting red dots when I sold paintings. I would just switch the painting out. Yeah, and this woman came up to me. She goes, "Why is it red dots? You sold, you just sold three paintings. What happened?" And I was like, "I don't really like." This. She's like, "No, people need to see that you did that." Exactly. And once I did that, more came off. Yeah, yeah. Literally, because yeah. they saw other people doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? So uh, the transitioning, getting money in art, is hard. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of artists out now. Uh, everybody's kind of picked up a pen and, and, and or paintbrushes and stuff like that. You have to do something completely different. And then once you do that, you you see people certain people come towards you and, and then buy. And then when they buy, they buy again. Yeah. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, like I said, I'm figuring it out now. Every show that I do, 
I'm, I get more comfortable with myself. I get more comfortable with showing because, you know, art is like a thing you do in your house or in your art studio quietly. You know what I mean? You're putting all this pain and, and fun and happiness into paintings quietly. And then I got to show it to people and be like, hey, I'm vulnerable today, guys. Like, check me out. Look at my heart. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Judge me in front of me. Oh, I do it twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like like that. Um, but then you get more comfortable with doing it. And then you're just like, you know what? I, I love to hear people's good reactions, but I also like to hear the bad. What don't you like about my paintings? Yeah. Then it's like, okay, cool. I can take a little bit of that and then move on and go forward. Yeah. Now, speaking to... Uh the feeling aspect that you brought in and to Tone's point, the commodification of it, making money from it. We all know when you dive into something, eventually you get to a point where, and we talked about this in uh, which podcast was that um, with the black man, Kevin Brandon, like Mm -hmm. you eventually come to a point where you may have to end up hating what it is that you're doing. Yeah. Speak to that story arc of loving this as a passion, not really feeling it, but still pushing through. And I remember the conversation we had of you saying, uh, Sometimes you paint over some of the paintings that you have. All the time, yeah. You know, just to add a new aspect to it. So unpack that story for me a little bit. Um, So, like, painting over my painting sometimes means, well, being frustrated. Let's start with that point. I think sometimes being frustrated for me is really hard. Being an artist is tough, man. And it's it's tough because it's like, like you said, you're giving yourself. And then if you don't pop the way that you feel like you're supposed to pop or get the – get the notoriety that you feel like you're supposed to get, it can really put you down. You know what I mean? And then, you know, I'm looking at it sometimes like, I know I'm good, but I don't have as much followers as da-da-da-da. And then social media will make you feel like, well, then you're kind of trash. (laughs) 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 Honestly, like, you know what I'm saying? saying, It will literally make you feel like, no. And and you can get really wrapped in that. So I kind of had to, like, get that out of my head, which was a, a struggle. You know what I mean? Like getting that out of my head. Like just because I don't have a following, the following that I feel like I deserve or, 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 or should have. You know what I mean? Like how do I now take that energy and just be like, you know, I don't care. That I don't care it takes a while to get to. Mm-hmm. It takes a really long time. You got to go through a lot, a lot of different things to get there. And, you know, downtimes, upset times, times where you just need to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like, you know what I'm saying? Like get out of yourself, mm-hmm. travel. I've done everything to kind of get where I'm at with this show now. Traveled, I've I've listened to different music, I've just taken long walks, yeah. I've beaten myself up, I've brought myself back up again and 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 to get to this beautiful ugly place now is like, okay, cool. All of that was worth it. But it's nothing happens overnight. It's called delayed delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. You know, and we live in this world we where we I actually just spoke about that on Instagram. We we live in this world where we want everything yesterday because we have these cell phones and we have everything at our fingertips. Yeah. And, and even the idea of we thinking we're so dope and what it is we do and when mm-hmm. shit don't hit the way you want it to hit it, it hits you in a way because you feel like you you deserve this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. no, I get it. I get it a hundred percent. But we just gotta keep the head down and keep pushing. Yeah, know? man. That's like the the pros and cons of social media, right? It's like yeah. cool because I can get out there. Yeah. But then there's like the cons of it is is that like if it doesn't grow the way that I feel like it mm-hmm. should then or want to yeah I, the desire for it to grow that way then it's like mm-hmm. do I take that as a loss? Well, there's a cost to everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a loss, but what at what 
point do you want to pay the price to get to what you think you yeah. should be doing? Exactly. Right? And then look at the people that you might be watching and comparing to and look at the price that they're paying. And it might not be a monetary thing. Yeah. It might be an integrity thing. Yeah. It might be an a, expressionary thing. Yeah. You know, it might be a limiting factor. Like, I don't know. You Just like an artist's mind, I can't tell you why you did what you did. I can only see my reflection. Exactly. Once you put it out there. Yeah. It belongs to somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How do you get adjusted to, here's what I wanted to say, but here's how everybody else saw it. Mm. And, okay, now I just got to live with that. Because once that painting is hanging up in my Tribeca loft over here, yeah. I don't care what you did about it. Yeah, <laughs> Like, sure. I know what it means to me. Like, yeah. Talk to me a little bit about, it's kind of like giving away and not uh, figurative, figuratively kind of like giving away uh, uh, another one of your products. Like, uh, okay, I gave birth to this piece of art. Yeah. And I got to send it out into the world. Hopefully it does what it was supposed to do. Yeah. But as soon as it gets out, somebody's, oh, yeah, I just like this because, you know, skulls is cool. So that's what I was on. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. That, that happens. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I have to just be like, you have to learn to be okay with that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, ah, I kind of did this for a specific reason here. It's not just a skull, but like, you know, like it's something else going on here. But, you know, you... Everybody has an opinion, you know, and you really have to get to a point in life where you're just like, you know what, we're all allowed to have that opinion. We can't shut everybody down. I think when in a stage now, especially like social media, where like, if you don't feel the same way as everybody, then yeah. you're kind of like canceled or shunned. And it's like, that's not true. It's like, whack. yeah, like, come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all feel different things. Absolutely. We're not all the same person. So it's like. It's okay to feel that. I actually prefer when you don't feel the same way about my pain that I do. Yeah. Yeah. I had somebody the other day come up to me. Um, uh, I was in a meeting for to, to, to have an art dealer. And the first thing he said to me is, is like, you're, you're good. You're almost great. And when you're great, you're out of here. But he goes, I want to I get you while you're good. And I was like, out of everything we spoke about for two hours, that was the one thing that stood out to me is like, Ah, okay. So there's potential for growth there. I'm not hearing that it's all bad. I'm hearing that it's growth. We just got to keep getting there. So now my whole thing is is to be great. I got to be great now. Every pain has to be has to be it. You know, like an album. I want I want my I want my voodoo. I want my my reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. I want my Elmatic statement like, piece. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want it to be like whenever people go back and they look at stuff, they're gonna be like, oh, that that those were the ones. Man, Cloudy out here painting classics, of course. Yeah, man. Yes. Try classics, yes. G. I like how he, how he packages as an album. Yeah, yeah. Man. What's what's a lot of the inspiration for 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 the beautiful ugly project that's going on? Other than obviously New York being gritty, where's some yeah. of that inspiration? I don't know if I came over. Can, can we talk about this? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. So a lot of the paintings deal with mental health. Mm. So there's a lot of heads, and because. Because the head is such a beautiful place, like a crazy place too, it's like I paint a lot of faces or like a lot of things that concentrate on your upper body or like just your head. Because your brain, I watched this movie with my daughter called Inside Out. It's like a cartoon movie. Is yeah, I'm Joy's giving us a thumbs up. Super, 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 super cartoon watched. movies be lit. But, Yo, shout out to being watched. Yeah, I'm no, no, so watch proud life to is lit. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, lit. Yeah, yeah super watch lit. Watch is the new lit. Yeah. So he's he's like nah, son. <laughs> Yo, here we go. A couple years he's gonna be like, oh, y'all was right. Yeah, Yo, y'all was right. This watch life is lit. Yeah, yeah, but in that movie, it's a movie about the brain, and a one each it's character, each character is an emotion. Yep. Right, and uh, they all have their own personalities too, which is us. My anger has an, an emotion, uh, like a different emotion, different pieces to it. So it's like 
the beautiful ugly in these paintings now are, are tackling those. So I have one where like one where you have a halo, which you you will see. The shirt I have on today has a halo. I always put a broken halo, or it has cracks in it. Mm-hmm. And the cracks in the halo mean the halo is we're all trying to be good. It's terrible being good. It's the hardest thing in the world. Is mm-hmm. the the easiest thing for my son to do right now is to pick up something and throw. It. <laughs> like he can just do that all day. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying, but like what up, Dad? Yeah, no, like what up? His, you his, painting? I'm painting too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest thing for him to do would be teaching him. Hey, like how do how do we not do that at mm-hmm. an appropriate time? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like like like. Painting those halos, lots of halos on my things. There's lots of crying or like one eye open, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or one eye closed, both eye closed. Mm-hmm. I used to paint a lot of people with just eyes closed because I didn't really want to let people in. It's like the window mm-hmm. blocker, yeah. you know what I mean? So most of my first paintings were all closed. All the eyes were closed. Mm-hmm. And then now I've opened them up and they pop. They're big. They're bright because mm-hmm. that's that's what I want. Yeah. Man. Would you say that that's correlated to you as an individual directly yeah. as far as yeah. your eyes being closed because you meet, maybe didn't want people to see you in a yeah. certain way? And then absolutely. You found your – you honed in on your confidence. And yeah. It goes back to the whole – The community got you in your bag and now the eyes is open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it goes back to the whole uh, – that painting, like I said, with the, the guy with the ski mask, right? And it's okay for, for us to show our emotions. Yeah. Uh, you get to 30 and you're like, all right. <laughs> I've, I've been tough my whole life. Like you're saying, like Yo, that shit gets tired, man. Tired, yeah, man. You're like, dude, like, oh, nah, I got two more years in. Yeah, yeah man. Bro, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> clock's ticking, Jones. Yeah, it's, a, it's like Listen. I turned, I turned, I turned thirty, you know, three Yo. years ago, and I was just yeah, like, all right, man. man, I'm, I'm cool, man, for real. Yeah, man, I, I got it out. Yeah. I did it. You know, I've done my stuff now. Let me, let me be honest. Mm-hmm. Let me let me unveil. Let me take that mask off for real for life and just just be myself now. Feels like an elephant's foot. Just yeah, came off your chest. A little yeah, bit. for sure. That's right. why I embrace like wash life, yeah, man. Because it's like, oh, I, you know what? It's cool. Retired cool guys, man. <laughs> Been there, done all that shit. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah, man. It, that's that's how it goes. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, respect, man. Mm-hmm. Because of how much of the mental health is into your art, mm. can you speak to? what that was like taking that 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 brick wall out and you know and and what it's like as a black man to be able to do that and to express yourself like a lot of people don't get to the point where art comes out Mm -hmm. right like this expression can come out in violence it can come out in in sport it can come out in so many different avenues but to be able to find a healthy medium Mm -hmm. what got you to that point once again man so like i don't know Weirdly, like since I was probably like thirteen, I always knew I had to go away somewhere for a couple of years mm-hmm. to figure myself out. You know, I'm a God believer, so the prodigal son story, right? You leave, you go out in the world, you figure things out, you come back home, and then you've got it. And that's what Denver was to me. It was kind of like an oasis. So I moved there. I didn't know anybody. Like I said, I had never been there before. Literally, got on a plane, got an apartment, and was just like, all right, yeah. figure it out. You know what I mean? And um. When I was there, I went through some of the toughest times of my life, especially because I was alone and there was nobody. I could just go up the street and check my homie and be like, yo, what's up? Like, yo, I need to talk about like this, this, this and that. So um, it was like December of whatever year that was. And I went, I was down, man. It was, it was rough. I was going through some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. I broke up with my girl who's my wife now. And, you know, I didn't want, I didn't want to do like anything. I got really big. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I was eating Wendy's like three times a day. Like I just, you know, just crispy chicken is not a bad dude. Yeah, man, but it's wild when you do it three times a day and they, they know you. Listen, <laughs> hey, you should never. This is a public service announcement brought to you in yeah, part definitely. by the good yeah. folks over at Off the Strain. Uh-huh. When you're checking into your favorite fast food establishment yeah. and yeah. they know your name, yeah, that's yeah. your sign for you to stop you going gotta, there. Yeah, you gotta oh, go. What's up? You want you want that? Uh, yeah, you're like, nah. hey, like, hey, what's up, Tone? How yeah. you been, yeah. man? Yeah. Well, you good? Well. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we just got the fries, baby. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, like I said, then I just I looked at my life. I took a second to look at my life and just be like, okay, if I have an outlet, what would it be? What would I like to do? I went through a phase where I wanted to do tattooing. Some of my favorite artists that I look up to, my favorite artist is a tattoo artist. Uh, his name's Maya Bailey. And, you know, reading his stories and listening to him and just kind of going through these things. And he was just like, you know, you can take that bad energy and flip it and do something else with it. And then, like I said, I went down that street. I found art. And then art just kind of spoke to me. And then it, it spoke to me to a point where nobody was saying the things that I wanted to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nobody. So it's just like go into that. Yeah, like for me, I, like I said, I, I wanted it to be something that was truthful. I wanted, I wanted you to feel pain. I wanted you to feel love. I wanted you to feel anger. I wanted you to feel happiness. Looking at one thing, you know what I mean? Which is hard to do. It's really hard, especially as the artist trying to make somebody feel four different emotions in one thing is yep. just really tough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's 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 what I wanted to do. And then you know, I like challenges. I really enjoy challenges, so I'm like, let's go through it. I got a challenge for you. What's up? So uh, look at he's don't don't try and don't try to get me what no, you did nah, with the woman on the. No, yeah. no, I'm not doing that again. Shout out to Meg. Yeah, Meg is dope. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I've been my wife knows I've been trying to find a specific artist to help me design a sleeve because it's time to, I want to take my tattoos to the yeah. next level. Uh-huh. So I'm do you have any already? Uh, I do. Okay. I got, they were poor choices when yeah, I was yeah. young and wild. I don't trust anybody that doesn't have a trash tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have Chinese letters like I'm and, oh, and a yeah, dog pole. Yeah, 2000? Probably 2000s? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I got Early, you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was I an early play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to yeah. Murder, Inc. and the tattoo was trash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was in there, what I mean? I was in there wilding. I have, I have a, I have <laughs> yeah. a tattoo that Allen Iverson had. Yeah, oh. like only the strong survive. Oh, like man. on my chest, and I'm like, this is trash. Listen. I got to get this covered, but it's Listen. all good. Like, yeah, Listen. yo, that's love. Uh-huh. Man. Yeah, yeah, shit, shit is crazy. We are gonna cover those up, man. Yo, that's like love, the heart, right like there, the heart. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm gonna sure. do? I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm gonna keep them because I, I spoke to another dude that has some great artwork, and he had this. You know, he had crazy trash Bugs Bunny in the mix of a dope sleeve and yeah. I was like yo why did you leave that Yeah, and he was like because it's a part of my journey uh. so I'm gonna keep these trash ones and just build some beautiful art around it I because think that's tight. it matters yeah, that's, sure. that was a point that's where I was we can't we can't Get hide from who we were Exactly. Right. So um, I'd love to sit with you and maybe you can commission a drawing for me to get sure. that work. So you might not have to be the guy who does it, yeah. but your art could live forever. Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I'd love to do that with you if that's something you're That would be tight for, for sure. Same Absolutely. I'm dead serious. Um, uh, that's cool to me. That's really, really cool. Like when yeah. people live with something that you've done, yeah. that's tight, man. And like you kind of get to uh, hear somebody's story. Mm-hmm. That's my main thing. Like if if I ever create things for people, which I don't really try to do, because I, I it needs to come from me. But I want to hear where you're coming from. Then I'll put you in the piece. Mm. So like I've done commissions for people where like I'll put, I won't know them like that. But I'll go on like your feed and see that you like this album, this album, this album. I'm putting that in the painting so mm-hmm. that connects to you 
it's a one-on-one conversation. Yeah, it's like a tailor, so you know that that was just for you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's like my little shout out to you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, I see what you do. Yeah. And then they'll be like, how did you know that? And I'm like, I, that's what I, I research. Yeah. I look into it. So, yeah, for sure. We'll Absolutely. talk. And, yeah, and, yeah I got you. I'm super serious. Yeah. I'm excited. Man, I am all on point for this. First of all, I'm still cracking up about the tattoo shit, Troy. That's, Yo, listen to me. It's too real, man. So I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's kind of, it's a dog paw. But as I got older, I tried to lie to people. I was uh-huh. like, it's a wolf paw. Yeah. Mm. And it was an old day to my grandfather who would always say, you can run with the dogs, but can you roll with the wolves? I mean, uh, listen. Ow! Yeah. Now, if you had all of that, if you had all of that around it, nobody would ever give you any smoke for it. You feel me? They'd be like, "All right, yeah, listen, like, yo, I, yo, it's real." I don't know how you tattooed that sound on yeah. you, yeah. but man, See, like, you the just new, do the it. New, yeah, the new, the new kids have tattoos where you don't even have to ask questions. You're like, "Oh, boom!" Like I see you, I and you paid exactly fifteen hundred dollars for that. That's tight. Yeah. Me, I'm like, yeah, I got to give you the story. It's yeah, got to be a background little checker, yeah, because yeah. otherwise you'll look at it and just be like, "Why?" Yeah, if you explaining yeah. that much, you're yeah, just like, "All right, fam, check this out. That might not have been it." Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. And that's going on my own, by the way. These new kids, it's like, I don't know. They face it like Times Square. It's just different out here. Bro, you pull up with a face tat. We're in a a weird space, man. We're in a weird space where that's cool. Well, talk about a mask. I'm not arguing with those kids, though. They they shoot people. Yeah, no, I was. I used to think that. (laughs) I used to. Some of them do. Some of them them is just going through a lot of stuff. This is just where I'm at right now. This is where I'm going through it. And it's it's a reflection of I don't know what part of that story is that meaningful to them at that Uh point in time. But you can't judge somebody by their actions, but you can see the results, right? Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I I recently spoke to somebody who has uh, face tattoos. Mm -hmm. And he's a young guy. And I was like, why? Like, talk to me. Because I was like, for me, I don't know. Like, I, I work, so I'm like, I don't have any on my hands, but I'm tatted here. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, why would you do that? And they really live in a space. You got to understand, like, these kids grow up, grew up with, like, I grew up before the internet. I remember AOL with the, uh, and all totally that stuff like you. that. Yeah. Right? I was they dialing in. Word. So, like, <laughs> a one line. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't grow up with that. So they grow up with this thing where they're just like, we live today. Yeah, yeah. It's today. Yeah. Yeah. I could be gone tomorrow, so you know what? If that's how I feel today, yes, tapping yeah, it on my impulse. face. It's impulse. It's super impulse, and that scares the fire out of me because I just like, what happens when you're sixty? Kind of like what our parents did our to parents us. Did right? the yeah. Same thing, to right? Us, so now, now, now I've embraced wash yeah. life. Like I walk around and see kids like your pants down. Like, dude, come on, bro. Where you going, man? Yeah. <laughs> then I look at myself and I'm like, fam, I used to be that kid. Yeah. That's wild. I was me. That yeah. was me. But then I say that now with a face tattoo, and I'm yeah. like, you can't get rid of it. I know. So like, you know. I know. Yeah. I, but I say it's like we we needed to express ourselves. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And you know, thank God there were good people who did allow us to express ourselves. And mm-hmm. I guess we got a lot of kids to do the same thing. But yeah. I mean, they do live in a culture where they they feel like you know any day could be their last. And I mean, with all the current events and things that are happening, especially within the music you know music culture, mm-hmm. these kids are dying and they're yeah. dying so young. They're like, fuck it, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to yeah. live in the moment. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Pop, man. For real, for real. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That shit broke my heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, for me specifically, like, only because I fall into that youth still a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Best, best under 30, you know what I mean? Don't quote me. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you, know? you come in here with a snow cone tattooed on your face. I'm going to have some questions no. for you. Not at all. <laughs> now, I, I'm very much that in between. So, like, I'm old enough to know the difference before the internet, but also still young in some spaces mm-hmm. and for me like getting my hand tattoo was like yo i i'm never gonna work in corporate america ever that's yeah. tight though yeah see right. i envy that though yeah i envy that feeling. like yeah. i knew this yeah. going into it was like 
how can I make sure that I bet on myself, express myself in the yeah. way I want to and where it's authentic to me? It was exactly. like, yo, I'm never going to corporate America. Now, yeah. I'm not going to go out here and get a face tat just because yeah. just I feel it. The face it is wild. Day. The hands are cool. Yeah. I don't mind hand because that's not an issue. I think your face is the first thing that somebody sees. Of course. You know what I mean? Once again, I envy that because I've worked since I was 15. Um, you know, I'm half Jamaican, so like, you know, I'm supposed to have four jobs right now. It's just fair. <laughs> somewhere in my street. somewhere in my great grandfather is like really mad at me. Yo, you slacking? <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing? Are you slacking? We're all going with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, but if I would have had people or the, how the internet is now, like growing up, then I probably would have did that too because it's just like I know what I want to do. I have easy access to it because I have the internet. That's a wild thing when you think about it because I used to read school books. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, like kids with the iPads and they're in class and doing their thing. Like, and it's very, very different. You can Google everything. When I was younger, you couldn't Google everything. Like YouTube University, you know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... Smart boards now. Yeah, exactly. So like a kid can learn... I'm sending my daughter to coding in two years. Yeah. You're going to learn coding because that's the way of the future. But... We didn't have that. So it's like the fact that you you're you have a, a lifestyle where you, you're able to know, hey, I never want to go to corporate because that's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like for me, it was the only way that you can make money is to go corporate. Yeah. Well, we see a changing of the guard, right, in terms of what well, you're in the same similar kind of age bracket mm-hmm. where – Back in the day, security at work was a real thing. Yeah. There was such a thing called job security. For sure. Today, that's not a real sentiment at all. Not at all. It's like, okay, I got my nine to five and then I got my however many hustles, at least in this city, to keep everything up afloat and to keep that going. And that probably does feed into that sense of urgency. Because I don't know that tomorrow is certain, Mm. I have to do everything that I want right here, right now, because... Everything is fleeting. Yeah. And we're in a, a time of a lot of different turmoil, right? Yeah. So you come, it brings back in that mind and to tie that back into the whole art aspect. I got a most deaf quote inside there where it goes, life is beautiful. Life is struggle. Mm-hmm. Life is a beautiful struggle. Yeah. Right. And Talib yeah. used that yeah. for a song. Yep. Pulling that all back inside there. So that beautiful struggle, mm-hmm. the illustration of that struggle and everything that comes in between that is to me testimony to legacy yeah right so you talk about classic albums and you talk about the things that are going to be inspirational to people going forward i whenever i'm trying to create i'm throwing on a love supreme because mm. i can hear that's a conversation between a man and his idea of god i don't even know if i have that idea yeah. but i can understand what he's trying to express mm-hmm. inside of those directions and i yeah. can understand this is going to be my testimony to everything i love this is how i'm gonna put it out here i'm gonna ball out yeah i'm gonna do my mamba set right here yeah mm-hmm. put sure. everything on the table this is where it's going yeah what are you throwing on when you got to get that emotion out of you uh, it's kind of like a mix i have like a playlist that's like it has everything that I need. Yeah. Yeah, man. In that playlist is the the internet. Who else is on there? I got Bob Marley in there. For I've sure. got new stuff like a group called Salt. Okay. Really, really tight. Like, you sent me that. I ain't even listen Salt, to it. But you know I'm going to so listen to They're so dope, it. dude. You don't know who they are. Yeah. Uh, I listen to a lot of people from like overseas. I listen to a lot of instrumental stuff. So it kind of puts me there. And it all puts me in this, the, the mind state of what you were just talking about. For me, is I really want my artwork to live forever. Yeah. And as cliche as that sounds... Whenever people take pictures or, or buy them or anything like that, it lives with you. It's there. Yeah. It lives in your brain. That's all I really want. Take up as much real estate as possible. That's it, man. Yeah. I want real estate in your brain yeah, because man. then you can't forget me. Yeah. You'll never forget that painting. You know what I mean? Like, you you, you won't. 
I've, you know, that's it. That's how we got here today, brother. Exactly. I, I saw that in you and, and made that connection yeah. and, and followed up. So my question to you would be, what does success look like for you through hmm. art, through being a father, through being a husband? What, is, what does success look like to you? From an art perspective, success to me is more people being able to see what I'm doing. And then me being able to talk to them about what I'm doing. Our shows are cool because, like, if I'm there, I get to talk to you about it. Mm. That usually seals the deal. Mm -hmm. You can see it and be like, oh, that's dope. But then when I talk about it, you're like, oh, no, like, I get you and I get the painting. Mm -hmm. Now I'm buying you. Yeah. I'm not just buying something for my wall. Yeah. Uh, so that, that would be success for me. Like, more people seeing it. I don't want to be everywhere. I'm for specific people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not you know what everybody. I'm saying? I'm not for everybody. Yeah. Not, it's not going to make sense to everybody. So my success is, is, is being for the right people. And then as far as like lifestyle outside of art, being a good dad, being a good husband, being a good man, more importantly, I need people to, I want people to remember me as just being a good person, a good hearted person. What's a, paint a picture for me for yeah. a good hearted person. What's that look like? I don't know. Somebody that you can just kind of go to if you need advice. Mm -hmm. Go to if you need to feel happy. Go to if you, you need security. Go to if you feel all of those things. My wife recently said it to me. She's like, I feel secure around you. That was the one thing that, like, out of anybody else, it was like, I looked at you and I was like, okay, I'm safe with this guy. Yeah. That's important to me. That's a good legacy right there. You're safe with me. Come along with this journey. Let's figure this out. It's crazy. <laughs> but, you know, we're here. But you get there. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Mm hmm Damn, dude, I'm just vibing on that. Yeah. That's love. I mean, I, I feel like I was running points. So I'm going to pass this to my yeah. brother Troy right now. Uh -huh. Troy, can you uh, set my man Cloudy up with something for the listeners, man? You have a lot, man. You have a, you have a, a wealth of knowledge. Mm. Um, you're a father. You're an artist. You're a creative. You also work in the grind. Mm -hmm. uh, you understand what that looks like. Speak to, I think, this is something that people really understand. And I think I can kind of figure where you had your breakthrough moment of confidence it was something that you just said that I know for me was my breakthrough moment when you said that you weren't for everybody. I think yeah. once you could identify that you're not for everyone, like I say it all the time, I'm like, I'm like Mezcal. I ain't for everybody. Either you like it or you don't. Yeah. Right. And I think uh, when you live for the opinions of others, you're no longer living for yourself. Exactly. Right. So yeah. can you can you speak to, I guess, our listeners? A lot of our listeners are they're on the same journey mm -hmm. and, they're, and they're trying to find that confidence and they don't really ha understand how to get it, where to get it from or how to identify it. Can you just give uh, some words of encouragement to our listeners on how to find and, and identify that you don't have to be for everyone to have an amazing product. Yeah. You don't have to be for everyone to add value. You don't have mm -hmm. to be for everyone to be important and to matter. Like mm -hmm. you, quality is quantity, Quanti quality over quantity. Can you speak yeah. to that aspect and yeah, for encourage sure. our listeners on that? Um, you know, I always say you have to be you. There's only one you. There's literally only one you in this world. Somebody may look like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? They may have in the same pit, but there's only you. You have to find the space that makes you the most uncomfortable because that's probably where, where your thing is. Yeah. I didn't I was an introvert, super introvert. And like I said, once I broke that away and I was just like, you know what? I saw the change of literally like how Everything changed for me. Work life, mm -hmm. regular life, art life. Everything changed once I got rid of that ego. 
to go back to one of my paintings, in most of my paintings, my new ones, I have a balloon. The balloon will say ego and it's just flying off in the air. It's like, let, let go. that ego go, go to become the best you. Yeah. So make yourself the most uncomfortable. My ego is, uh, my pride is my thing that I hold on to because it, it feels like a safety blanket. <laughs> you feel me? But like, once I let that out and I'm just like, okay, this is me. This is Dan I Cloudy Visions Graham. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's it. There's nothing else you can do there. I can be free. Once you're in that space, that's where you need to get. And it takes a lot. I can't tell you how to get there. Everybody's roadmap is different. But, you know, once you're there, you'll know because you'll feel uncomfortable. And then once you really feel uncomfortable, but then you find something that you're like, ah, that always makes me happy. Mm-hmm. If it's working out. That always makes me happy. No matter how crappy of a day I'm having, I can go to the gym and I feel great. Mm. If I go into the art studio, doing it in your house, great. But finding that and then latching onto it. So be uncomfortable being comfortable. That was a bar. My bad. <laughs> you give yourself that pro- Yo, That was a bar. Up off the glass one time, man. That was a little one. Yeah, great yeah. One. Be uncomfortable being comfortable. Listen, my yeah. mentor taught me that, and he put me in some pretty uncomfortable fucking positions, man. You have to. And, and that's when I decided, like, okay, I'm going to grow. And, yeah. You know what I mean? I forgot who had told me yesterday. It was the three Ps that keep them going were, were prayer, performance, paranoia. Mm. Prayer keeps them rooted performances making sure that they're able to elevate and perform in any area of their lives at a certain level mm-hmm. and then paranoia is anything that i have could be taken from me so i gotta fucking grind and make sure i don't go back That's to it. what it is i who i used to be that was a bar you feel me yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure absolutely Man, these masks is coming off today. I like that. Mask off. Mask off. Mask off. Mask off. Yeah, for sure. Future had a hit. I was about to say, I didn't even know. That brother was going through some shit. He was on it. He was on it. I missed this the whole time. I missed your He was trying to tell us something, bro. It wasn't about the Percocet and the Molly. Damn it, That just showed you had to take the mask off. You know what? It's just hard while you turn it up. You're like, yeah. You're like, you know what? I actually do feel like I have a mask on right now. I'm sad. can't do this no more, man. Perkins said, fuck me up. Yeah, for sure. had me fucked up, man. I didn't even know. Damn, yeah, homie. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I got to go reevaluate a lot of Yo, shit. Yeah. Go back and look through all of it. You go back and listen to future a whole oh, way. Like, I'm, I'm listening to him yeah. now. I'm like, life is good. Going off the deep end like yeah. usual. Drake was telling him, yeah. you've been wowing. Yo, fam, slow down. We need you here. It's like, Absolutely. stop doing this. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, man. Yo, Young Jones. What up? My man, I want to thank you again for bringing in this aggressive ass energy early this morning wanting to fight <laughs> but now I understand why you wanted to fight me because you was just excited about the situation that you brought to us so I wanted to look across the table and say sir thank you for you being you sir yeah man keeping up with the Joneses is exactly how I came across and Cloudy I gotta tell you right now my man yo I fuck with your art brother thank you sir yeah I yeah, fuck with the yeah. story. Thank you. Word. And we're going to try to amplify this thing as much as we can. Absolutely. Exactly. We got to yeah. keep this yeah, thing man. going. I mean, we I wanted to ask off the strength question, but he already got, like, yeah. just, the gems is heavy. We got to pick bad. up some of these yeah. gems, homie. I, sometimes got, when I talk, it's just, it flows, man. It's great. It's just, nah, that's it's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, we was doing freestyle, freeform, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. You were just painting without the rules. You ain't introverted no more, brother. You flourishing, man. Yeah, flourishing. We ain't painting by colors over here, man. Yeah, you got to get to 30. <laughs> and then you, then you figure it out. Like, oh damn! Yeah, it's, it's like damn, yo. Okay, 
already is mad emotional. You're like, ah, you know, you figure it out. Bro, I get you. Trust me, I get you for sure. Appreciate it. How can we keep up with you? Where can we find you? And I mean, is there going to be a display coming to the state side anytime soon? 100%. Please plug us. My name is Cloudy Visions Art, all one word, obviously. My my signature on my paintings is actually my at name, so it makes it easy. When somebody takes a picture, you have to remember. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. So, Cloudy Visions Art, I have a show March 13th in Oslo. It's my, which is really wild. It's my first solo show I've ever done. And it's my first international show. So I'm like, first time in Germany? First time everything. Germany is a different space, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all different. So it's like doing that. So I have that show coming up March 14th. Uh, I have a show in London uh, coming up the 16th. And then I'm ready to do Brooklyn. Brooklyn is pivotal for me, just like the Basquiat thing, yada, yada, yada. Like New York is it's it. So my first New York show, show will be in like May. Yeah. You guys are invited for sure. That's and it's going to be man. incredible. I don't know if you knew yeah. like I knew, but I was at that show, regardless if That's, you would have told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, no doubt. It's going to be really, really dope. I was like, yo, you in Brooklyn? Yeah, All right, yeah, so yeah, we coming. Yeah. Your show is the 13th <laughs> or the 14th of March? 14th. That's my birthday. Nice. I'm happy FaceTime birthday. you. We're going to do a shot. Yeah, together. no doubt. I'll be, I'm going to be ready. I'm so. going with me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. And then that's it. Other than that, find me on social media, Cloudy Visions Art everywhere and come experience it man it's it's, it's tight once you're here it's, it's pretty cool so can't wait yeah. to make this an interactive experience big homie yeah man thank you man i appreciate you guys for sure and the show is dope man once again uh, i appreciate you guys uh just coming here being able to see how you guys vibe we we, we talked it was great yeah, you know what i'm saying it was good energy so it was love man i appreciate it thank you this is what we try to do to take those masks off every single week that we come inside here because our industry yep. tells you that you got to be a lot of shit that most people don't feel most of the time yeah and low the, key i think we have to name this one mask off mask off yeah fucking yeah. mask off <laughs> yo he hit the game winner right here he All right. bonus round mask off man yeah. i don't even have nothing else to put on that brother yeah for sure i appreciate y'all That's once cool, again it's love. been another fantastic episode of off the strand from a trainer called tony kr jones number one there we go shout out to the <laughs> homie <Yo. laughs> shout out to the homie Corey. peace and much love to y'all till next time we'll see you soon peace peace